You're here listening to this podcast right now because I'm hoping that you answered because you want to be more engaged with your finances. You want to be free from the money stress that you have going on right now. You want to feel good knowing that everything is going to be okay. And it will. We're here to help you. It is seven figures. I am Sandy Waters. Each week, we tap into financially savvy people and we learn from them. What do they know that we should know? The goal is to walk away with little nuggets of financial knowledge that you can put into action today and yes, feel comfortable, feel confident about your future. And a side effect, a bonus, is to be a better financial role model for your kids. Thank you to our sponsors. I'm very proud to have them on the team, Family First Credit Union. Today, we cash in with Jody Arbergast, the loan officer and financial counselor at Family First. This actually is the last of our series with Jody. You can scroll back to Budgeting 101. That's when we first brought you in, Jody. Mm -hmm. And just to learn our numbers, really understand where we are. Then we did Easy Ways to Save Money, and that's Cut the Budget and make those numbers work in your favor. Okay, so now today's episode, once we are on the right path, totally different spot than we were back when we were listening to Budget 101. Let's start saving and building wealth now. That all elusive thing that you think you can't do, there's so many easy ways that you can. (laughs) That's all we hear is, oh, you make sure you're saving. And then you scratch your head and think, well, how? Right. One easy way right off the bat to Mm -hmm. save is to not use your tax return as like a catch-up on your budget or your bonus from work or even overtime that is extra in your budget. You could very easily just put that into a savings account, out of sight, out of mind, save it for a rainy day. And back when we first started, you were probably using that money because you desperately needed it. Mm-hmm. But after you followed the budgeting 101 and the ways to save money, now you probably still want it. <laughs> it probably could help, but it's it's more effective if you did save it. Yeah. The other thing that you should consider doing is um, paying yourself first. Consider putting your, your paycheck right into the savings account and then transfer what you need for the bills that week. And then with what is left, you know, just decide what needs to stay for upcoming bills and then what can be transferred to like a nest egg. Sometimes an employer will offer split deposits. So you could have a portion of that going right to a savings account if you didn't want to put it right into your savings account right off the bat. For me, I have to treat it like it's a bill. Like there's no other option. You have to pay yourself. Because there was a time handful of years ago that I would, you know, one month I would skip it. And I'm like, oh, I'll catch up next month. And I would even make note of it in my phone, in the notes in my phone. And by the end of the year, I would look back and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I never caught up. I just kept pushing it to the next month to the next month. It's kind of like if you stop going to the gym, it's harder to get back into the routine of going to the gym. You have to commit to the routine of saving. You have to hold yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. So pay yourself first is a big one. We've heard that phrase so many times, but it is such an important phrase when it comes to saving. Okay. Yes. Next. Christmas time. Mm. Raise your hand if you scramble at Christmas time or gift giving time or (laughs) birthdays, you know. Open a gift slash whatever Christmas account and have a direct deposit go directly into this account, even if it's only just $5 a pay period. Many 
credit unions have a specific Christmas club account where if you take from it, you're penalized until it rolls over, like around Octo- end of September, early October, so that you have the money to shop for Christmas. Oh. So that's a great way for forced savings for a specific purpose where you're penalized if you take money out of there. Okay, so you act as the person holding us accountable. Yes. Is there a charge, a fee to even open up an account like that? Not to open them, but to withdraw for them early, yes, there could be a fee. Okay. Well, that's that's sometimes what you need, right? Yep, yep, that's the deterrent to keep you, because you're earmarking it, you know, for Christmas or gift giving time, you're going to pay a penalty if you take it out early. You act as our mom. Our financial mom. Yeah, the financial mom. <laughs> yep, I like that. I like that. Okay. Uh, another great way to save is um, making car payments to yourself. So you're paying on your car now. Cars are being made to last longer. Once you're done paying it off, you're already making that payment. Make that payment into a savings account. Okay. Then when you are ready or need to get a new vehicle, you can either A, have a nice chunk of a down payment, or B, pay for it outright. Wouldn't that feel great? Well, that's a good point. You've already, car payments usually are, you know, a good handful of years. You've created that in your budget. Yep. You're used to paying out that money. You're right. You lived uh, how many years without it? Pay it right into a special savings. You could, and I know at credit unions, you can open as many savings accounts as you want. Okay. Um, and you can earmark one car savings and just continue to make that payment right in there. And like I said, you'll have a great down payment or be able to buy a vehicle outright. And it will save you from being what they call upside down in a situation where maybe you need to get a new vehicle and you still owe on the vehicle that you, you're trading in, but you owe more than what they're giving you. So that rolls over into the new loan. Mm. So you're paying more for a, ve- you know, for a vehicle that's not worth that. So that's being called upside down. You get that big down payment or even paying for it, you know, you, you're going to eliminate that upside downness. Okay. Okay. That's another term <laughs> that we car. just came up with. Yes. Yeah, upside yeah. downness. Yep. Made, made up term. <laughs> yeah. Financial but mama I... <laughs> and upside downness. We like it. Um, and this is good. You know, with every one of these episodes, I always try to give some parenting advice. Maybe a piece of this that you can, um, you, you know, you can tell your kids about is when they're of teen years and starting to work. Open up one savings account. They can take money out, put money in, but then also maybe this will be their car savings account as well. Yep. And you know what? A a good piece of advice would be you save $1,000, you buy a car worth $1,000. You drive that car, you continue to save. Oh, you've saved $5,000. Now you can get a $5,000 car. Mm. Great way to teach those kids. Great habit. Yeah, there was a, a mom who emailed me, Jody, and said that she listens to the podcast, the Seven Figures podcast, with her daughter mm-hmm. because it really is a lesson for all of us. And why not start them young? Absolutely. Children learn from their parents how to manage their money. So if you're a hot mess or if you're really good with your finances, they're going to learn from you. Absolutely. So have that frank discussion. You know, mom and dad aren't doing great with our finances. Here's let's listen to this podcast together so we can both learn or you're really good with your finances and you're going to say to your kid here, sit down with me and let's let's go through that. Right. So it's the little things that kids pick up on, too. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Okay, now what's next? 401k savings. So if you have um, a company match for your 401k savings, you need to at least contribute what the company matches. It's free money. How can you turn down free money? Now, let's explain this a little bit because everybody brings this up. I think mm-hmm. in every, almost every single episode we bring this up. This is the one thing that you should do. But explain it for those who maybe don't really understand. Because even just saying 401k savings, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. You're not always going to be able to rely on Social Security if you're young. You, that might be going by the wayside. You mm-hmm. never know about Social Security benefits. So you should be saving into your 401k. And what that is, it's a a savings retirement plan that most employers set up for their employees. And usually the company or the employer will have an incentive where if you put away so much, they'll match 50 cents on the dollar or they'll match 3% of what you're putting in. So if you contribute 1%, they'll contribute a half percent. Or if they do it match by percentage, if you put in 1%, they're going to put in 1%. If they go up to 3%, you should be maxing that out. That's 6% you're saving. 3% you, 3% from the company. And the 3% from the company or whatever that amount is, that's the free money that you're that's referring the to. free money. Yes. That's free money. <laughs> and start that with your very first day on the job. You'll never miss the money that you never had. Exactly. At raise time or review time, when you get an, a pay increase, just increase your 401k savings by a percent or two. You're never going to miss what you don't have. Mm-hmm. And then I do this. A 3% raise, I put 1% right into my 401k and I take 2%. So, okay. And I've done that for the past 10 years. So along with the 401k, though, there is um, health savings accounts mm, okay. that are a great way to save as well. Um, You know, young, healthy adults that are on these high deductible plans, they should be maxing out their HSA contributions every year if they can. It's pre-tax money. You know, it's going to go right into the health savings account. You can use it for any medical expenses until you're in your retirement years. (laughs) So it's a no-brainer. You're going to build that up while you're healthy because you're not going to be spending it. And there's other vehicles in a health savings account that you can put them in to make them grow quicker. Some institutions may offer a money market account to put it in to, to earn a little higher interest while it's sitting in the health savings account. It, again, we don't know how long we're going to have Medicaid and Medicare. So I would strongly encourage um, the younger adults to do the health savings account if they can. This is money pre-tax. It's always yours. Yes. Year after year after year, it just accumulates if you don't use it. Correct. And even if they don't max out their contribution limit for the year, Mm -hmm. you know, and they only put in, say, $1,500 or $1,000, again, at raise time, raise it a little bit. Now, the con to it, just be aware of, is you are going to pay for doctor's visits that aren't routine I doctor charges you $110, well, then you're going to pay $110 for that visit. Right, but that comes out of that HSA that you're maxing out. Right, and out of your paycheck costs less, significantly less, to be a part of the insurance plan. The year that um, I switched from a copay mm-hmm. to the high deductible, what I did was I looked at the cost of the copay plan, 
the cost of the um, high deductible plan, and I banked the difference into my HSA. Still the same amount of money coming out of my check, but I was paying myself into the HSA as opposed to into that insurance carrier. You know what? My husband went through two hip replacement surgeries while we were on a high deductible. Oh, really? Yep. Obviously, I didn't have $3,000 sitting in my HSA at the time to pay for the hospital bill, but they accepted a payment plan. Medical providers will accept and set up payment plans for you if you don't have the funds in your health savings oh, account. Oh, okay. See, now that is good to know. I always wonder that. Yes. So the minute money goes into the HSA, you just use that money to pay off that yep, bill? the bill. All right. That's so, really good to know then. I have a fun way of saving money, though. Mm, okay. <laughs> Great way to get the kids involved. Okay. I call it banking the change. So if you empty your pockets and your wallet, either every day or every week, of change and $1 bills, you know, get a bank or a box or a can or something to put your change in, mm-hmm. and then get an envelope for the bills, the dollar bills, and uh, keep a running total on the envelope on the outside for the, the count of the bills, and set a rule that you can't take any money out, you will be surprised at how quickly this adds up. Most financial institutions offer a, like a coin counter. I know we do. And for our members, it's free. It's fun to watch the kid's face, watch the total go up when it's counting that the coin. We had a mom and a little boy in here the other day, and I happened to be passing through the lobby, and I could see him jumping up and down, oh. jumping up and down at the coin counter, oh, going, cute. is it done yet, Mom? Is it done yet, Mom? And she's laughing. She's going, nope, not yet. We got more to put in. Oh, that's awesome. They ended up with over $200. Jody! Kid you not. And the little kid goes, what are we going to do with it, Mom? She goes, I think we're going to go to the zoo. And he goes, yes! <laughs> he was all excited. Oh, so cute. it was the cutest thing ever. But change adds up. Yeah. I have one last one. Yeah. And it's uh, if you treat yourself, say you're out running your errands and you decide to run through and get a coffee while you're doing the errands, the amount that you spend on that coffee, you need to move into your savings. And if you can't afford to save the matching funds, then you probably can't afford the treat either. <gasps> it makes you stop and think, mm. oh, do I really need that if I can't save the same amount into my savings account? All right. I'll leave you with that. I like that one. <laughs> That's a tough one, but moms it are tough. tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can push through anything. All right, financial mom Jody Arbergast. <laughs> That's your new name now at Family okay. First. You can sit down with Jody, go over anything that we talked about today. Uh, she's at the Browncroft branch at Family First Credit Union. Thank you, Jody, for being on the podcast again. Thank you, Sandy. And if you want to reach out to me anytime, Sandy at RochesterBuzz.com. Thank you for subscribing to the podcast and telling a friend about it. Have a great 4th of July. Enjoy your time with friends and family. Talk to you next time.